Astor, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with Coralie June. We discuss thriving in collaborative scenarios, a petulant bird named Bert, and the ins and outs of reverse harems. Good morning, Coralie. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing really well. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to chat with you. I'm excited to chat with you, too. I've been really looking forward to this. Enjoying your books. Oh, thank you so much. I'm actually recording from my car. I had to hide here because my husband's bird would not stop squawking at me. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My husband is like this like burly masculine tall man he like is on SWAT team and oh my <laughs> it's very weird because he just has this bird and it's like this dainty little thing that likes to squawk and it does not like me anytime the cage is open it'll dive bomb me and oh no all those things what kind of bird it's a cockatiel oh. and so I just hide in my car from it so <laughs> I don't Little Precious doesn't like you very much. No, he doesn't. One day, though, like I truly hope that my husband will look at me the same way he looks at his stupid bird. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's so tragic. (laughs) One day. So where do you live? I live in Dallas with my husband and my two daughters and our two dogs and the stupid bird. Well, hopefully it's a mild day out (laughs) since you're... In your car to do this. Yeah, it's not too cold. It's not too cold. What's the bird's name? My daughter named him Bert because Bert. she couldn't say bird. So <laughs> it's Bert the bird. It's pretty Cute. pretty fun. <laughs> I am reading A Lovely Obsession now, about 15 to 20%, I think, where it takes a very exciting turn. Oh, yay. <laughs> When is this book coming out? It's coming out February 10th. So, yes, it's coming out really soon. I'm actually almost done with the second book, too, which is going to come out in March. So it's one right after the other. I'm really excited. Yeah, my muse just was like super in the story and with these characters. And I just started writing and I couldn't stop. So I'm really excited about it. I love it. How does the muse work for you? It depends on the story, honestly. I mean, most of the time, I think of a character first, and Mm -hmm. then the story just kind of evolves around them. And so, for this story in particular, I thought of, like, this really obsessive person. Mm -hmm. And it's actually funny because I saw this meme, and it was talking about how, like, right before you fall asleep, you think of everything you've done through the day, and it, like, rolls on repeat in your mind. Mm -hmm. And that was, (laughs) I thought of (laughs) characters like that, where they just obsess over details, or they obsess over, in this case, he's a stalker, so he obsesses over a person. And so that's kind of how my muse works. I just think of a character and then the story Mm -hmm. follows. Do you see anyone in your head when you think of him? I would say he's his own person. Like I can't, I can't visualize like an actor that would play him or Mm -hmm. anything like that. Like I really visualize him as his own person. Same with the main character, Ro, who is Mm -hmm. my MC in this series. She's an interesting character too. I like her. 
tell us how you got started writing. I, I've i kind of always been writing. It's just always been a passion of mine. I went to Texas State University and I got an English degree and I took a lot of creative writing classes. And then I got a job at a library. I worked at a library through college and then again out of it. And then when I had my two children, I was at home and I just... I wanted something of my own, you know, like when mm-hmm. you become a mother, you get like sucked into this motherhood life and yep. reading was a good escape, but I wanted, um, I, I, I just wanted something of mine and I was going to go back to work cause I was like, well, maybe that's what I need. And my first day on the job, the company got shut down. I literally oh, walked no. through the doors <laughs> and And I was like, okay, well, this is a sign. I'll take it. Thanks, universe. And I went home and my husband was like, why don't don't you publish that book you wrote? And I was like, no, I'm not publishing it. He goes, why not? Just just get it edited and publish it. And at that time, it was my very first book, Wings of the Walker. It's a dystopian six-book series. And I uploaded it to Amazon after getting it edited. I made my cover because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. And I turned off my computer and didn't look at anything for three weeks. Oh my or no, it was probably more like two weeks because I didn't want to know if anyone hated it. I didn't want to know like if no one read it. I just wanted to put it up there and pretend it didn't happen. Right. And then I finally got courage. Well, my husband was like, you should should probably, you know, I don't know, check to see what's going on with that. <laughs> and so I logged onto my computer and I had all these messages of really excited readers and it just kind of confirmed for me that, hey, like maybe people do like the characters in my head and I've been writing ever since. That's awesome. And you have about 10 books? I actually have 21 books published. My goodness gracious. Yeah, I was way off. So a lot of my books are reverse harem. I wanted to talk about that. Can you tell everyone who might not know what that is about reverse harem? I mean, people yeah. can guess, but <laughs> just explain yeah, it for us. one woman with... Some people say two or more, um, some people say three, but with a harem of men. And it's not as, like, yes, there are steamy scenes involved, but, like, the relationship building of this group dynamic is is really fun and challenging and beautiful to write. And that's what a lot of readers really enjoy is how each character, like, fills some sort of need or has some sort of trait that, like, makes the main character a better version of herself. And that's Mm -hmm. what I really love about reverse harem books is the different dynamics of the relationships. I love writing it. I had kind of made assumptions based on what it sounded like. And I mean, I have now read some that are that way where they're really steamy and, you know, but Mm -hmm. I kind of was taken by surprise that it doesn't come across that way like and some books definitely in the genre are like that and they're fun to read and they're steamy and you know like I yeah the, there, there is a place for that too but right. I wrote a trilogy called the bullets trilogy I just released an omnibus and it's sunshine and bullets I love those covers by the way oh thank you so much yeah. I really I worked with Black Widow Designs, D. Garcia, to have the omnibus cover, and I'm really happy with them. Cool. But with that dynamic, they were 
all the guys, I mean, they all grew up together. They were neighbors and, you know, there was a deep, profound friendship before romance was even involved. And so I really enjoy reading reverse harem romances that are like that because it it feels like they're just like this big family, you know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. it's. I, I really enjoy it and I really love watching this genre just um, become grow and grow and become bigger and I'm loving seeing different authors take on what a what a reverse harem would mean for their character and so I, I just really love it. Well, I think everybody should start with yours. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. And then who are some that you would recommend trying out? Tate James. Okay. Pretty much any book by her is just amazing. You just have to try Tate James. C.M. Stunich, she's another really popular reverse harem okay. author with a lot of just incredible series out there. I've written with Raven Kennedy. Her and I have a couple of co-writes out, actually, and she's written reverse harem, and um, she's just a phenomenal author. Her and I wrote Void, which is a standalone, which can be really challenging for reverse harem because yeah. it, it takes so much work to develop the relationships that a lot of people have to do it over multiple books. Cause you know, it makes sense for you to fall in love with one person in one book, but to fall in love with four people in one book, like you have to make it realistic. And so that was, that was a challenge when we wrote void and, um, I really enjoyed writing that with her. That's awesome. That was another topic I wanted to bring up is that you have co-written with a couple other authors and, I think that says something about who you are as a person. You must be easy to get along with. <laughs> I thrive in collaborative scenarios. I love like bouncing ideas off of people. I love, you know, coming up with a story that way. It's really fun for me. Mm-hmm. The process for my co-writes have been we do short bursts at a time. So at any like it's not like alternating chapters or anything. I mean, at any point it could be 200 words that was theirs, 200 words mine, and we just alternate and go through that. And so it takes a lot of the pressure off and Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so much fun. Like it's so much fun. I really, really enjoy it. So... Let me just interrupt for a second to let you know that Living in the Pages is part of the Frolic Podcast Network, a podcast community of everything romance related, from book club style discussion, author interviews, comedy, critique, you name it. Find new shows to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcast. And now let's get back to our interview. Do you write every day? Yes, I do. I do write every day. Well, my resolution for 2020 was to take the weekends off. (laughs) And so (laughs) I've been sticking to it very well. My family's really happy with that. And so I don't write on the weekends anymore. But I mean, for the last two years, I've been really writing every day. I've just been, you know, I started with Wings of the Walker and ever since then it's like you just get so excited and you want to release the next book or you right. you have all these stories that you've had in your head all these years that you weren't you know courageous enough to put out there and you put one out and you're like oh I actually did it this isn't as bad as I thought it would be and so <laughs> you know like 
you you want to feel that again. There's there's like a buzz when you release a book, and it's right. nervousness mm-hmm. and anxiousness, but excitement and like you know, I love getting messages from readers, and I I love that feeling of releasing a book. So I do write every day. It's very um, therapeutic for me, also. So mm-hmm. I rarely watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been an easy or hard transition going to contemporary romance? Or would you consider a lovely obsession contemporary or dark? I would consider it dark. Maybe dark contemporary romance. (laughs) Yeah. You know, my Bullets omnibus was dark. I write a little bit of everything. I mean, I've written paranormal, dystopian, um, like this dark sci-fi I have in the works. I I kind of jump from everything. I write the way I read and I just read everything. Mm-hmm. And so and I'm very very lucky to have readers that just are kind of like, "Okay, so we're reading a book about a woman possessed by a black widow spider now. Let's do this thing." <laughs> like, that is awesome and rare. I, I feel like I'm, a lot of readers don't hang in there like that. No, I I I've just been very lucky with readers that are just like, "Okay, let's do this thing. What's next?" you know, and um I feel like I have a lot of freedom to to change things. Like I said, I'm working on a sci-fi book. That's what I have in the works. And I never thought I would write that, but I just kind of go wherever my interests take me. So That's so fun. Where do you find the most inspiration? Oh, man. Probably when I'm driving. <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> like, no, I'll I like be it. driving places and then I'll think of a character or I'll think of this concept and I'll be like, hmm, that would be good. And then at red lights, I'm like scrambling to record my voice. So I'll remember what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when the words are not coming? You know, I once read this poem and I wish I could tell you who it was by, but it said, the more you write, the more you write. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I feel like the words aren't coming, what I I just write nonsense. I'll just I I'll know that I have to delete it, and I know that maybe like four percent of what I'm doing is going to work. But if I just start writing, um, eventually it'll come out good. Mm-hmm. So the more you write, the more you write. I like it. Let's do a fast five. I'll ask you questions, and you answer off the top of your head. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go to meal. Mac and cheese. Last book you loved? Mm, Credence by Penelope Douglas. Okay. I don't even need to ask this question. Now I know. <laughs> I was going to ask uh-huh. any genre you'd like to write but haven't, and I think you're on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. And also Bye-bye. my next question doesn't really apply to you either because it was show I need to see. So how about instead tell me, a song I need to hear. Oh, there's this new song. I think it's called like Sunday morning or something, but it's really boppy and it just like puts you in a good mood and it's really fun to wake up to. And I need to find who it's by. My mind just went blank, but I listened to it yesterday and now it's, I've kind of just had it on repeat and like dancing in my living room with my birds squawking in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Bert having his say. I joke about him. I really do love him. There's one time it was a cold winter's evening. He he stood on my shoulder for exactly 30 seconds and it (laughs) it was a profound (laughs) spiritual moment. (laughs) It's not all bad. We just have a love-hate relationship. 
What's your favorite cupcake flavor? Red velvet. Mm. Do you have any signings this year? I am actually leaving for Australia in two days. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going to Babe. Yes, I'm so excited. It's one of my favorite places. Oh, it's beautiful. I went there last year for Books by the Bridge. And um, this year, Babe, the ball gown and books event hosted by Tate James and Jamin Eve. I'm so excited. They have like set designers and I mean, it's going to be like walking into a fairy tale is the way they've described it. So I'm really, really excited. It sounds so fun. Well, have a wonderful time. I think Australians might be my favorite people in the world ever. They're amazing. (laughs) They're amazing. I I really enjoyed books by the bridge and they're just very sweet. Yeah. So sweet. Well, I think it's time for us to sing a song. Oh, gosh. Please don't make me- <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> what about every breath you take? Because that's appropriately stalkerish. Oh, gosh. That is appropriate stalkerish. Can I, like, wrap it? Sure. Can I be, like, every step you take? No. I want to hear you sing. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, will you sing it with me? Yeah. I'll sing Can it we with do you. this together? Totally. Oh, God. You start, and I'll join okay. in. Okay. Every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you every single day. Oh, we're going. We're we're going. Every word you say, every game you play, every night you stay, I'll be watching you. Oh, Oh, can't you see? (laughs) You belong (laughs) to me. (laughs) How my poor heart aches with every step you... Where'd you go? I don't know all the words, (laughs) but you sound wonderful. So do you when you're singing. No, I was nervous. My voice was was shaky. That that was... You went for it. Yep. Every time. I love that. Okay. And you see, you belong to me. Mama, poor heart. I don't know the words. With every step you take. Okay, you're going to have to do another verse because of that. Every move you make, every vow you break, every smile you fake, every claim you stake. I'll be watching you. (laughs) Oh, my Lanta. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for doing this in the car and everything. Thank you so much for calling me. Yeah. That was fun. (laughs) And have a great time in Australia. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you all later. Okay. Bye. Bye. go buy a lovely obsession it's out now have a great week see you next time living in the pages is now part of the frolic podcast network find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast